Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Pain into Power by Bia. If you're looking for a podcast that turn your hurt to healing, your wounds into wisdom, and your pain into power, well, you are in the right space. Good morning everyone. It feels so weird to record on in the morning. It's just I want to start my day with this. And in my previous healing journey video on YouTube, I talked about triggers where experience where I experienced it and recorded what happened. And then I uploaded a clip of that to TikTok and it had so many views that I think people are actually interested in this topic. So I just want to start with this and I figure out the ways, like actual actions that you can take to fix such habits. Habits that drain your energy and take the abundance that's supposed to be in your life. So before I start, I also just want to say if you hear me flipping pa- papers or pages, it's just because I have all my notes in front of me just so that I can outline what I have to say and don't forget anything that I have to say. So let's go in depth of how you can figure out the trigger and fix it. This is so informational. I promise you, like, get a coffee and chill or do whatever you have to do and just listen. So, let's start with what is a trigger. So, a trigger is any word, person, event, or experience that touches off an immediate emotional reaction. Our reactions to emotional triggers often last longer than other emotions, but not all triggers are negative. So, what happens is the trigger happens and then the reaction and then the resource. But with enough practice, the trigger can just go to the resource, meaning you won't react to the trigger anymore. And based on my experience, triggers are events that remind us of the traumas in our past. So what we can do during a trigger is to just stop and say, yes, this is happening. And then you ask yourself, what is going on with me? With that, you are acknowledging. And then two, you're seeking out the source the root of what's making you feel that. And then third, this will be the next step when a trigger happens. There will be an inner voice talking to you, but don't fight it. Just take a break and let your ego calm down and do the things that you love. And four, practice showing your emotion because you have to release it. Because if not, it's all going to bottle up inside. And don't learn the hard way like me. It's not for the best. So, before I get to the last step, this is just the way life is. We cannot expect interactions to have no disappointment. So, you have to practice acceptance. That we cannot change people. And knowing that people will say and do things that set us off. So, that's the last step. Just have to accept. So, before I go in depth of everything How do we really, really fix this? So I was lucky enough to stumble upon Dr. Joe Dispenza on YouTube. Um, He's he's a psychologist, doctor, I believe, and he has psychology books. So while watching him, like many of his interviews, here are the information I gathered and are very, very helpful. And you can thank me later for this. This will change your life, especially the way you think. Let's 
start off with our brain. So our brain has conscious and subconscious, right? But what you don't know is the one who absorbs anything is a subconscious mind. So we'll use what happened to me as an example. My mom got mad at me because I went down so slow. And the courier who has to pick up the package had to wait for a long time. And this triggered me because in the past, I already input in my mind that she's always the one who tell me I'm always wrong. So my initial reaction when I went to my room is I broke down and cried. This happened because each of our memory has emotions. And altogether, they are the product of past memories and brain loves to record the past. So if your brain is familiar with the past, it becomes addicted to it. So together with the emotion it has. So the stronger the emotional reaction from the event that happened, the more you put attention to that memory. And it's what you call refractory period. So that refractory period, what I mean with that is the emotional reaction, if you let it last for hours and days, it's called the mood. Right? Whenever you have an emotional reaction to something, that's your new mood. Like, what's up? Um, I'm not feeling good. That's the mood. And then, if it lasts for at least five months, it becomes temperament. Your temper. And if you let that last a year, it's gonna be your personality trait. Because personality is how you act, think, and feel. And then it will become your reality. Right? So if you don't become aware of this process, what happens is you're always wired at your survival emotions where you are anticipating that feeling from the past experience. It's your body gets conditioned of your thoughts like such as fears, anxiety. You're always looking for it because it gets addicted, right? So speaking of the body, the body is actually the unconscious mind and is stronger than our mind. Because it is conditioned. Doing that trigger I was reminded of, the rush of emotions in my body which resulted to crying, produce same vibrations as the past. It is addicted to living the same experience. So to change this, you have to go to your analytical mind, which is the separation of subconscious and conscious mind. You have to also teach your body emotionally what the future body will feel like ahead of the experience. It's like the outer world is the reflection of your inner world. So you need to start being creator of your world and not being the victim. Constantly thinking, because of this person, I am like this. No, because of this person, there's not even a person because of that, it's because of you. you. You're the only one who can control anything. Ultimately, let your environment shape your personality. Or personality shape your environment. Which one would you go for? I was supposed to cut this to two parts. But I am gonna try to put all the information in here. So it's just one podcast. So the tool that... 
like podcast episode. The tool that I'm currently using and that has helped me a lot is meditation. People laugh these days when they hear you do meditation. But it's actually more than that. Meditation makes you less stimulated, disconnecting you from the environment, right? And it makes you more aware of your present situation and it helps you identify the root or the root of the problem. And your body is always at a predictable chemical state. Today, you're gonna wake up, you're gonna brush your teeth, you're gonna take a bath, and then you're gonna eat. So, to do this and that every day, your body craves the usual emotions it feels. With meditation, you set, you let your body settle back down and you remind yourself of the present moment and you are controlling your mind with this, not your body controlling you of what it already knows. So our frontal lobe is actually composed of for like consists of 40% of our brain. So if you let yourself believe that also every thought that passed by your brain is the truth, then you will have the same choices, same thoughts, and then same results which will have this which will result to same behavior, same experience and same emotion. So your body anticipates the same feelings. In short, nothing changes in your life. So there's this thing called metacognition where you're more aware of your actions and your feelings. More conscious of unconscious state of your mind and body. So your thought will not slip by your awareness unchecked because now you are more aware that's why in meditation they call it to know thyself because you have to unlearn to learn you have to reprogram to program and it will be hard at first because whenever you decide to change that habit or to be aware of the trigger your body will send signals that no this is what we're used to we have to do this That's why I gave you all this information to go to the root and change that. And remember that knowledge is power, but self-knowledge is self-empowerment. So if you know yourself, you can control your brain and every thought that passes by you, you'll be a much fruitful, better person, right? And this is what I've been up to. This week, this week, I think, so Dr. Dispenza suggested that every day, you meditate twice, and 20 minutes per meditation, it has freaking changed my life. I can't even thank him enough, and it was actually, maybe the universe sent me to watch that video, because all of this information just made me solve what I was going through. 
So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram to keep in touch at bybia.pdf and make sure to follow this podcast so you don't miss out on new episodes. Talk to you soon!